I kind of agree with you to the point where I want to see him succeed. I want to see him get to like the next level and he's going to have to do that with minutes. And if that's not here with FC Dallas, then I want to see him go elsewhere and grow into a really good player. And if it's not here with FC Dallas, but still on the FC Dallas club, send him on alone. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. And he's way too good to be playing in like USL or something like that. You oh, know? Yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah. And like, this isn't even just this year. It goes back to last year, you know, where they, they started him. They were kind of trying him in that cam spot for a while. Whenever, uh, whenever uh, Paxton was out, yeah. and kind of with like the emergence of Cobra, and so I just I don't know, man. It just feels like they're not utilizing him, and I don't. I it's like I said. There's it's he's still so young, and he's still there's still so much time that I want to overreact, but I, I just worry that they're maybe not letting him develop as much as he uh as much as he could. Walter, where do you stand on the whole uh Jesus scenario or situation? I, I see a lot of I mean there's two different players. I I want to say um Jesus is is better on his feet than Tesho, but it was, yeah, it was yeah. a very similar situation to what when they started pushing Tesho to the left wing and was rendered ineffective for the longest time. And it was frustrating to watch because we had such a gaping hole on the left side of the field in attacking that we had to put Tesho there, unfortunately. And like I said, it, it rendered him ineffective. Jesus is good. Obviously, we all yeah. know this. Um, I mean, hell, uh, it, we saw it in, in, in his debut. And then, you know, we saw it a bit last year as well. Um, I always remember that game against Kansas City where it was, you know, it was a whole bunch of kids just, you know, duking it out with Kansas City and they actually stood up to them. So it, it's it's frustrating to watch, like you said, that the moment that Hara came in and 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 you know the the focus started shifting to him. I, I mean, I brought up the fact that hey, you know, what's going to happen with Cobra? Are we playing with two forwards or what's going on? That's not somebody who, in the middle of a hot streak that you want to toss aside. Um, yeah. You know, for one of your kids, unfortunately, and and it's that balance again of player kids versus you know actually win. being able to compete and win exactly. So loan them, loan them, loan them somewhere. Um, you know, maybe I'm, Byron, <clears throat> maybe by hell. Don't we have a partnership with them still? Yeah, let them play with what? their U twenty threes or their B team. Something. You know, that's Something. huge. Yeah, he, yeah, he's and he's good enough to do. He's he's good enough to. You know, uh, or maybe send him to Liga Amekis. He's 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 good enough as probably I would say you know probably above the reserves, but maybe not a starter for somebody like Querétaro. You know, somebody like you know uh, Mazatlan, something like that. To see Juarez or something. somebody, yeah, Juarez. Why not? You know. Uh, so I like the idea of the loan, um, and I'm sure there's a lot of teams that could use a good forward right about now. So. It's it's a shame. Like I said, it it's it's a lot of flashbacks to players that we've had before that aren't being utilized in the way that they're supposed to be utilized. That we know that you know what their what their specialties are. I don't want to overreact on Hara because obviously it's so early and it's going to take him a while to get you know integrated in the team. And I think he can be a really good player in MLS. But I just I don't know. I just I two years ago or maybe even a year ago, if you tell me. Or I guess, well, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of season. So say at the start of last season, they sign Hara, I'm all in. They need a striker, obviously. But I don't know. I feel like it sends the wrong message to guys like Jesus, who was playing well at the start of last season, and then Cobra, who obviously was so hot at the end of last season going into the beginning of this season. 
it's I don't know. It feels like sends the wrong message to them of if you play well, we're gonna bring this guy in and pay him way more money than you and play him over you. And I just like you said, like what do you do with Cobra now? Is he just gonna be a super sub? Or is he not even going to be a super sub because you want to play Pepe? Well, say if you bring Cobra as a super sub, what are you going to do with Pepe? I, I still don't know why Pepe hasn't been relegated back into North Texas, especially after Far- Franco Haro mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I feel like Pepe's too good for North Texas, but maybe you know somewhere like a USL Championship, you know, to yeah. where like, but then yeah, I don't know because then you get into a hole where it's actually loaning him to somebody, a different team. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like with North Texas now or. We can kind of just throw a random academy kid down there to get some minutes and then mm-hmm. call him back up and he can kind of just play for both whenever. That's why last year you saw North Texas have so much success because they kind of loaded their team with MLS guys. This year they've struggled yeah. because they've only been the only really the only MLS guy they've had has been Thomas Roberts. And uh, Edwin Cerillo played the other night and scored a banger and made the Sports Center top ten. So congrats to him. Yeah. But uh for the most part, you know, it's actual usl league one level players and, and here's the thing too um it, it's it's not like i mean franco hara comes from a, a, a team obviously that's that we duked it out with that's very well known for their academy as well in mexico it, this is not new to franco obviously um why not why not create a system um much like what we saw back in the day with blast kind of in a tutorship role with 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 tesho why not accommodate a system if you're struggling why not accommodate a system you know, for two forwards. Yeah. I, I mean, Darts well, they the did board. try the two forwards, but then they're playing, you know, Mikey Barrios is the second forward mm-hmm. just and because, not, yeah. yeah. If you're going to try two forwards, if you're going to do three at the back, those wingers are going to have to be Reggie and Ryan. Yeah. Why not? I've, I've kind of thrown this idea. Why not try a four, four, two, you know, like obviously it's, you know, for the, style that FC Dallas wants to play it's maybe not the best fit but why not throw say so say you get um obviously Ryan and Reggie as the fullbacks Mikey on one wing probably gonna have to put Paxton on the left or yeah I'm fine with Paxton on the wing I know you guys I know a lot of people don't yeah I don't know I feel like they they've they like having all that protection in the middle and I don't know that but you gotta score to win so I would love a true diamond but unfortunately at that point you're um isolating Mikey out of the starting lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he could play in the right and then you could have Paxton at the 10. Yeah. And then Santos at the six. Yeah. And then Costa at the, the left. Hara. Oh, fuck Acosta. He can. Cervania <laughs> then hopefully. Yeah. Cervania. Yeah. Cervania. I mean, you're, you're stacked at DMs. Like you're stacked at DMs. That's not a problem. Yeah, they have a lot of Fafa central midfielders. You got Fafa yeah. on the left. You could sometimes put Paxton on there. Um, you know, it, there's 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 depth. It's just you know, kind of just finding a good system while working with your injuries. So, yeah, which goes back to what I was saying earlier. Where it feels like Lucci's just struggling with how to use all these pieces, you know. And it seems like he's maybe kind of gotten in his own head in terms of going away with from what they had last year and what they were relatively successful with uh, in trying to accommodate for needing to play Frank O'Hara and uh, trying to get the most out of guys like Brian Acosta who are a DP level players in terms of salary, maybe not in terms of talent, but uh, 
And I know, like I was, was going to say, a lot of people don't like Paxton in the wing, but I think he's shown that he's more than capable of playing there. Uh, do you remember the moment in the Nashville game? He should have had an assist where he took a defender on and played a really nice ball, and Frank O'Hara almost scored a diving header. That was beautiful. Yeah, and, and then uh, even in the Houston game, he had several moments where he just took on a couple defenders. He's a really good dribbler, and he's got decent enough pace, and uh, he's he he's surprisingly strong, I think, to a lot of people just because he's got like kind of that low kind of stocky build to where he's got a really low center of gravity and he's like a Conte. He, yeah he kind of throws people off to where they think that oh look at this little kid you know i can just throw him around but he's stronger than people expect and that's another thing going back to the jesus thing is his body type kind of limits him because he can't be your just you know number nine lone striker he's he's got he's very skinny uh he's got a body like mine which isn't a good thing um for a professional athlete at least uh it's where you know he he's gonna get thrown around a lot and uh he's not he's quick but he's not you know he's not rapid like barrios or anything he's kind of got like one of those in-betweener bodies so you were comparing him to like thomas muller which is i think it's fair in terms of like uh muller isn't really a striker but he's not like a central midfielder he's kind of like a cam but he he can play all those positions and be fine but jesus just doesn't isn't as tall and isn't as strong as muller you know to where it's going to be a little tougher for him until he you know gets bigger which i don't really it's not going to happen overnight obviously but yeah i think lucci's just struggling with with handling all the pieces he's got and um and it's it's only going to get even uh, sorry, but it's only going to get even more complicated. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, we kind of also, um, I, I think third degree kind of touched upon this, but is it Lucci's team that he's kind of bringing up or is it Zanotta's team that he's bringing in all these, you know, true. Kind of really yeah. big, ta- really talented though, foreign players that are, but they're, they're you know, they're, they're in their prime or they're just kind of past their prime and they're these are going to take minutes away from the young kids and it's you know it's it's we're kind of to that point where is it play the kids or is it trying to win is it trying to do a mixture of both or you know at some point you kind of have to commit to something and and if not then you're just going to get confused and we're going to have a rotation of lineups that when we think of rotation of lineups we said with our depth could be a good thing but if you don't have consistency in some parts it can just be really confusing or lead to lack of creativity lack of uh, communication and it's going to get really weird because once you lose a huge vital piece like like reggie is because reggie's held that that right side down on lock for the past two seasons Mm -hmm. you're going to lose that so we're going to see a whole new different type of play style on that side we're getting in another defensive mid attacking mid whatever you want to call him who is going to be essentially he's he's he has to play he, back at, at his club in Colombia, he was the captain, and he was getting talks and looks at from the national team and stuff like that. So he's going to have to take another spot. So at that point, you know, what are we doing is just kind of the question for me. I'm, I'm excited because, it, you know, change can be a good thing and can be it, 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 it makes you, like, think about new possibilities. But at the same time, I'm just like, what are we doing? And after all of this, we still don't have a left side that's definitive at all. That's yeah, that's the big thing for me is they don't have a second winger to where we, you know, we went out. Everyone's talking about we need a we need a striker, we need a striker. Their number one priority to me was a second winger, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I I I think Fafa Pico deserves 
an opportunity just based off of what we have now. But I still think ideally he's he's a guy who's a super sub, and obviously he's shown over the last couple of games that he can be really good in that role. He's shown in his entire MLS career that he can be a really good super sub. Um, I'm excited about Ricuarte because we were just talking about earlier, we don't have a guy who can make that final pass. Yeah. And from all the tape I've seen of him, he's exactly that guy who is willing to try and can make that final pass in an attacking position. So I think he's I think he's going to be a starter when he comes in. And I would like to see Santos, Pomical, and uh, Ricuarte. Pomical yeah. and Ricuarte are both guys who are pretty good two-way players and box-to-box kind of guys. I think they can both play together, and I would like to see it because then you have two guys who are more than capable of hitting a good forward pass, which is the thing we have <laughs> none of right now. We have plenty of back passes. Forward pass to our team. Let me rephrase yeah. that for in case Brian Acosta yeah. is listening. Ugh. So, man, I just... It sucks seeing him play so poorly because, you know, there are times when you're like, this guy's really damn good, but just it's frustrating, frustrating. He's yeah, he he is a really frustrating player. Like you said, there are times where his best role is just being a guy who's just going to run all over the field and just destroy. And unfortunately, to to a fault, kind of, he is that guy where he's going to pick up a card almost every damn game. Uh, He's going to give away some bad fouls. But if he can't, if he can't be that connect between Santos and the forwards, then he's not doing the team any good. You know, yeah. there are other guys. Paxton can be the guy who runs around and puts in tackles everywhere, and he'll give you more going forward. You know, he, he's our, he's our point and put. He's our Chara. He's he's the closest thing we have to a villain right now, and and yeah, it, it's. Uh, it's kind of, like you said, it's it's kind of frustrating to watch too. But like you always got to take a step back and like we've been saying over and over and over, you know, are we are we using them the way we're supposed to be using them too though? Yeah. All right. So let's get into some of the uh the questions we got sent in tonight. Um we've got plenty, you know. I think some of them are things we probably hit on already. Um so hold on, let me pull one up. So we were talking about Reggie. And uh, at FC underscore Hedges, once again, not me. And shout out to Matt Hedges, <laughs> oh, becoming yeah, the yeah. all-time appearance leader. And he marked it off by being, uh, I thought, hands down, the man of the match against Houston. I guess maybe Jimmy could have a shout, but I thought Matt Hedges was a beast the other night, and that's not just my biased opinion. <laughs> Someone did, uh, I think it was a uh, Dustin Christman or at Cocky Bovine, did tag me in a tweet the other day talking about how Matt Hedges isn't the GOAT. Um, I will say the Matt Hedges thing for me, it's like 60% a bit. And then also I do just really love the dude because he's been so damn good for so long. Uh, so who is the FC Dallas goat slash Dallas burn goat? I don't know. That's the, that's probably a whole podcast in its own, but, uh, I mean, he's the the closest that we got to a goat, man. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's not like we have a bunch of success to go off of. It's not like we have a bunch of guys who won three championships here, you know? I mean, day one. Yeah. They won. He's, he's the only consistent thing in the past decade. Two MLS best 11s or two all-star teams, I guess. And one MLS best 11, he won MLS defender of the year. Most appearances in club history. Like he's got to be at least that flying header and supporter shield or not. (laughs) Yeah. Open cup. Open cup. 
and then that year he was i think that was the year he won mls defender, defender. Year, i want to say yeah it was the year where we won the double so uh, i don't know he's as close to come but anyway uh i love Congratulations. yeah Great guy. Thank you. I, I appreciated all the people tweeting at me for my uh, <laughs> my reaction to anything Matt Hedges related, and especially uh, was it Dan who tweeted about? Oh yeah, it was Dan who tweeted about how he was disappointed that basically I had I had said nothing that day, and uh, <laughs> little did he know that I was literally wearing my Matt Hedges jersey while reading that tweet. Um, so FC underscore Hedges asked with Cannon leaving. Who do we replace him with? And uh, I don't know. I mean, like, there's been talks that Brian Reynolds has kind of been like groomed to be that He's a chosen one, the next guy. Um, I'm willing to give him a shot just because screw it, why not? And I think he's looked pretty decent from what I've seen of him when he played in the Open Cup for us, and what I've seen from him with North Texas last year. That uh. Physically, he's just a monster. So, where uh, I mean, the dude's like six three, six four. He's all tatted up now too. That was uh, he came out of uh the off season, all tatted up, and uh, he's got good pace and strength. Uh, it's just a matter of how he's a guy that seems like you can play him in almost any position on the field. So, who knows how comfortable he is as a defender at this point? Uh, so there's a good chance that he's the guy. They throw up, throw there. Uh, I think we could easily see Ryan move to right back, which maybe is a more natural position to him, even though he's played left back for however long, just because he is a right-footed player. And then maybe Nelson just takes that left back spot. I would kind of rather see Reynolds get the shot, though. I don't know where you guys stand on that. Yeah, get Brian Reynolds a shot. Yeah, and that's that's even Why more not? that we won't lose, too, which is a good thing. I mean, yeah. it, it, when you got people with, like Matt Hedges and Reto Ziegler with you who obviously yeah. have some time left with us, I would think, yeah, that, go for it. You you have room there for, for error on his part while you know, he, he get, gets his chops going. And a lot of what uh, Reggie gives us is what he gives us going forward, and Reynolds is – probably not a right back naturally he's a guy who's kind of seen as a winger or maybe even like a striker so i think he'll give you some going forward and uh it's uh, just a matter of how comfortable he is as a defender like we said but um fc underscore had just also asked how can lucci switch up his tactics to help us score goals well like we said uh i think they just need to go back to what they've had some success with which is Four three three, playing one striker actually, and not a striker, and then a striker in midfield. Um, whether that's Cobra or Hara, I think you can have success with either one of them, but just one of them. <laughs> you know, not one of them, and then one of them playing midfield. Stop playing people out of position and try Fafa Pico. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give him a shot. Why not? I think yeah, we should probably go back to basics and just kind of put your best players in their best spots all at the same time, maybe. So hopefully yeah. Paxton closer to that eight ish role where he can be the connector. Fafa Pico at left wing. And even if he struggles, then throw somebody else at that spot, maybe Ferreira or something later on. Mascara. Um, I'm just kidding. That you just kind of like ruined my whole day there, but uh, <laughs> Hara at striker Barrios out wide. And then hopefully maybe Cervania just behind Paxton and Santos at your, your 
your holding spot. I mean, I guess we can give a a, a small positive shout out to our whole back line just being. Yeah, really they've been good. good. That's, you know, I mean, yep. two clean sheets out of three games. I mean, they've been and even boring, that one. The one still. goal was just like a late. We're trying to go all out and get a goal yeah, and got exactly. caught on the counter. Yeah. So I mean. I think at that point we just, I just, you know, go back to basics. If you try something new, well, then we'll see what happens. But you, you know, we just kind of want to see the best team out there, all at the same time, and that's kind of what I would hope for next game tomorrow, actually, versus Colorado. Yeah, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy has been really good. Uh, oh, there's one thing we didn't talk about. FC Dallas did sign a goalkeeper, uh, Felipe Megluri. I don't remember what his last name is. Um, comes from Gremio. The club that uh, technical director Andre Zanota is formerly of. It's where Bresson's from there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Um, to keep a 21-year-old, maybe 22, I guess he maybe just turned 22. I don't know. Uh, keeper who hasn't had a whole lot of first-team experience. He has been called up to the Brazil national team uh, at the U20, U23 level and the full national team level once. So... Obviously, he's got great potential, and if he's good enough for Brazil, he's probably good enough for MLS, and it's a loan to buy. So as good as Jimmy's been, I think it's in FC Dallas's best interest to give this guy a shot at least, you know, and if, if he isn't very good, then okay, you just let the loan expire, and he goes back to Brazil, and then you cut your losses. If he is really good, then you pay. I think I don't remember what the fee was rumored. It was around like around two, two. Yeah, it was around two. Yeah, it's kind of expensive for a goalie in MLS yeah. and for FC Dallas's standards. But then you just um, flip him at right afterwards or something. He's Brazilian. He's he's young. Yeah, I guess you could. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's just take Sonata's word for it. Obviously, the kid is good. He's competed internationally. He's you know he's obviously in the pipeline for for Brazil one way or another. So, what do you got? To do? Gotta, I mean, he's South. He's a South American, unknown to us signing, not unlike <laughs> our other signings. So that's our bread and butter. He's uh he's got a picture with Neymar. Yeah, he's played so, with the best in the world. You know, so that's how, that's how we get Messi. That's our link to Messi. We no, it's hard for the Neymar to Messi. You think if we got Messi, he would be playing like left center mid or something? So no, we played him at, no, we played him as a DM, obviously. Yeah, I've, that does lead us into a couple other. So obviously, with the Messi news today, everyone is having fun on Twitter, joking about MLS to mess or MLS to Messi, <laughs> Messi to MLS, and of course Messi to FC Dallas. So, um, uh, at Alex. Aaron T or A Aaron. I never know how to say his username. He says, How will A Aaron? I was going to say A Aaron T. It's A L E X A A R A N T. So Alex Aaron T. I don't know. Or maybe his last name is A R A N T and A is his middle initial. I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe his name is Alexa and it's Alexa Aaron. I don't know. He says, How will Messi fit in Lucci's system? Obviously, obviously, this is a joke, but. Hey, I mean, if uh, if there was a guy who could play Lucci ball, who better? There's probably not anyone better in the world than uh, a guy who's been playing for Barcelona. For I mean, there's nobody better long. in the world. You could have stopped full stop right there. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play him right wing. Play him at wherever. Just I don't care. It's and messy. then, uh, and then from Cisco TX, he says, "Will Messi play false nine or on the right wing? <laughs> um, like left wing." 
<laughs> he'll play false, all right. It's just he, he's not he, going to be on the actual team. But yeah. uh, I play him on the wing, yeah, and then just move Barrios to the other wing because we don't have another <laughs> winger. And he can have that Argentinian hookup with him and Fr- Franco Hara. And then Soccer 90, shout out to the great folks over at Soccer 90, <laughs> said special guest Messi, am I right? Uh, like I said, I tried. Uh, he's, it's, it just got lost in translation. and The fact machine wasn't working, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll, maybe next episode. We'll try. We'll try. I did tell them that uh, if we're going to bring him to Dallas, that he might need an ownership stake in Soccer Ninety for <laughs> as part of the <laughs> part of the contract. And they said they're willing to do it for the I, team. I like I like their tweet that uh, <laughs> they bet Messi would love Whataburger. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, Let's go. Everyone, that's how we lure him. Everyone is saying he'll love Skyline Chili, which, by the way, <laughs> Skyline Chili sucks, it's dude. Disgusting. My family, my dad's family is from Cincinnati, and so I've been there several times. And they you know that, that they don't. Well, they. My dad was born in Cincinnati and moved to Dallas when he was like a couple months old, oh, okay. and so that was in 1966. So they don't. They, he, as far as he knows, he's from Texas, basically. Okay. But I'm sure he has. He has some rooting interests in Cincinnati teams too. And like my grandpa is a Reds fan and stuff too. But uh right. Skyline Chili sucks. Um so let me see. Another this is from at Steamed Hams. Great username. Uh it's funny is he tweeted this and I I almost tweeted this earlier and then I just forgot to. He says his my MLS strategy, my MLS messy strategy, every team pitches in an equal amount of money. He plays one game for every team. 26 teams slash games in 2021. Rest for the remaining eight games. Plays for the lowest seed in each round of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Any flaws? And he says, also, you can, sell your, you can sell your one messy game to the highest bidder. So just the same way you can sell roster spots and stuff like that, you can just trade your messy game. Um, my idea was going to be just l- give Messi the league. He's like, all right, you get all the revenue and stuff for the league. The, the league is yours financially. You just have to play one game on each team. That's, it'll be and, Messi Soccer League. It, that's what or Messi yeah. League Soccer MLS. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You don't even have to change the the name that's or the uh, initials. Be, uh, Dallas Independiente. <laughs> <laughs> Messi's gonna make sure that he uh, times out his games in Houston and uh, Dallas at the beginning of the season, so he doesn't have to play here in August. <laughs> high high IQ right there, man. But can he do it on a on a, a Frisco an August Frisco night? <laughs> That's the new Kenny do it on a cold, <laughs> rainy Tuesday night in Stoke. Um, let's see. Oh, here's one from Caleb Schumann, which is something we kind of hit on earlier. He says, why are we still starting two D mids? And I don't think Brian Acosta is a D mid. I think he's just, no, he's supposed to be a connector. He's supposed to be a box to box guy. And he's just not, not good at the attacking part of it to where mm-hmm. he just plays really deep to where it seems like we're playing, like that double pivot or two defensive midfielders, but that's just from him not producing. And he, and he kind of had to though on, on the second Cincinnati game, because at that point, Hara's your other midfielder. So you can't really move out or else you're just going to get destroyed on the counter. Yeah. Cause Hara isn't going to give you a whole lot defensively. Mostly. Yeah. He did get a yellow card for just, yeah, absolutely for just like crunching the shit yeah, out of it. Ramming that, people. That dude against Nashville. It was definitely, a, as the announcers on FIFA say, a striker's tackle. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the last last fan question uh, from Justin Bittner says, five games left. Do we score a goal? 
Well, you know what, guys? Hot take alert. I've already had one hot take regarding Jesus. Uh, I think FC Dallas is going to score a goal in the rest of the season. And you know what? I think they're wow. going to score a goal tomorrow night wow. against Colorado. And I think they're going to win tomorrow night against Colorado. I'm going to go. But they're playing in Colorado. Right? Is no, wait, is it? Uh, is it home? I don't even know anymore. Man. I think it's at home. Well, I'm not, luckily, I'm not sure. Either way, you'll be able to watch it on YouTube TV. I actually have to look this up because it's at Toyota thought, Stadium. Okay, There's I was going to say, man. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's at home because I was like, I've been planning on going to the game and looking forward to it all. Like, of course, it's going to fucking rain tomorrow. Of course, it picks the one day that FC Dallas always plays to rain, where it's dry all week and then oh fc dallas plays tonight all right cool it's time to fucking pour we're getting the hurricane rain tomorrow and now you can stream it streaming now yeah hulu tv one (laughs) of the main the main things that we were gonna get rid of cable and just go to like the hulu live or whatever but then you couldn't watch txa 21 so maybe now uh now's the time to make the switch and youtube tv i saw a lot of people who are youtube tv is a pretty popular one that were upset um FC Dallas and Advocare forked up the cash of a hundred thousand um, dollars. People are acting like it was like it's ten billion dollar investment or something like that. It's like we're a professional major league sports team and we're supposed to bow down and praise over a hundred thousand dollars so that people can I don't know actually watch your freaking games. LAFC did it first, man. Yeah, well, LFC is just like exclusively YouTube TV, I think. I think yep. that's just like their yep. TV partner. Yep. LFC is just a good club. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Don't get Walter started. Just, uh, I can hear, oh, hear Walter's pants I, shifting. I know you're hurting right now, though, because Bella. Man. Good, man. man. Just, that's, I feel bad, too, because he's a baller, but. Looks hey, like I, I, gone. I, I I like LAFC's homage to FC Dallas the other day and just look at flat as hell. Ooh. It was a good it was a good shout out. Sad FCD podcast. You know? <laughs> sad sad LAFC fans. Jesus. All right. It's been a real question. a real tough history for them. <laughs> What's the next question? <laughs> uh that was it. That was it. There's the do we score a goal? So yeah, I'm gonna go and say FC Dallas scores tomorrow and they're gonna win two the- two nil against Colorado um I don't know <laughs> I hope it's 2-0 I, th- I feel like it's gonna be uh, a 1-0 maybe win. one yeah maybe one yeah, I'm, I'm being a little optimistic 1-1 one, one, but I don't I don't know Walter 1-1 one, one draw yeah that's what I'm feeling too <laughs> you just didn't have the balls to say it yeah <laughs> I, I like to look at the bright side, but just, you know, my heart says 1-0 win. My head says 1-1 draw, and hopefully we don't all fall asleep by the 80th minute. <laughs> I like I like how the guy with the username Sad FCD fans is the most optimistic, optimistic of the group. Yeah, well, well, well on a lighter note, what was that uh, that joke or that uh, question that you, you were trying to talk to before the we started recording? about the dogs or oh yeah 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 someone DM- <laughs> someone dm'd me uh which by the way go ahead and just reply to the tweets because for some reason i thought i changed my settings to where when i get dms it's like a request so i don't see him sometimes and so uh brian howe or i think i say yeah he said uh for recording who are some players we can expect to see on fcd who are currently on the usl team um 
to be completely honest, I haven't watched a whole lot of North Texas this year as far, and I don't, I'm not too aware of a lot of the non-FC Dallas guys who are playing there. So if we're talking about FC Dallas guys who are playing down there, I think Surio uh, could get a shout. I like Thomas Roberts, but he isn't exactly like lighting it up for North Texas like I would hope that he would. Um, Surio, I think I like I like Edwin Surio. I think he's I think he's he's got something, and oh, I think yeah. he's more than capable of being an MLS starter level player. Um, maybe not now, but uh, for sure at some point in his career. Uh, he's really good on the ball. Um, he's got a lot of, you know, growing physically to do to be able to handle like a defensive midfielder role against grown men. You know, um, has a cannon apparently. Yeah, I did. I did not know he had that. I I go to. I would expect that from Cervania, who we've seen can just or Tessman smack the piss out of a ball. Tessman too. Yeah, yeah Tanner yeah. Tessman almost hit one out of the stadium in the game against Nashville, the second game. <laughs> it, yeah. it it legit hit the top of the uh, Hall of Fame. Like it barely stayed in on a volley, like right at the edge of the box, with his left foot, which is technically his weaker foot. But as he he will gladly tell you that how good his weak foot is. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I guess Surio, uh, that Ronaldo Damos dude isn't, I guess, uh, technically an FCD player, but he's been pretty pretty good for them. Uh, I don't know how well versed you guys are in the North Texas soccer club. To where I'm, sorry, if you have I'm any. a Madison fan. I'm sorry. You're a who fan? I'm a, I'm a, a Madison Flamingos. I'm a Flamingos fan. <laughs> <laughs> dude, they are awesome. Yeah, Those are. jerseys are sick, though. No. Their, their whole awesome. brand is great. Yeah, in the terms of don't take yourself too seriously yeah. as a minor, like a lower league soccer yeah. team. Yeah, and keep then, it fun. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to buy one of those kits. Dude, I, that, I, 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 I made sure I locked down that first uh, that first Hummel one, the pink with the uh, with the, with awesome. the flamingos. Hell yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Better. I wore it. To, <laughs> I wore it ironically slash unironically uh, during their old Plastico games last year. Ooh. <laughs> That's I thought funny. about going the other night to their North Texas game at eight, just because I didn't have anything else to do, and I was in a good mood after the Mavs win and Luca's buzzer beater. Where I was like, Ooh. I don't want to just, I don't want to just sit here and play video games and ruin my mood by getting angry. I was like, I want to do something nice, but I didn't want to go by myself and drive out to Arlington. Oh, but also a second part of that Brian Howe question. He goes, if you had to name a dog after any FC Dallas player in history, who would it be? So it could be current player or past. So mine that I instantly thought of was a simple one of Michael Barkios. Um, <laughs> I don't know what what do you, do you guys have an FC Dallas FCD dog FC dog name? FC dog. I'm gonna go another like uh, punny bad way. I'm gonna go uh, Barkshay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Barkshay. Yeah. Um, I got London Wolfberry. <laughs> oh, that's. Um, Graul Fernandez, <laughs> and uh, I had one more. I can't think of it. Damn it! What was it? A man Oops. with a pen, man. Just oh, killing dude, him. Hey, man, hey, when you, when you're dead, you you got it. I, got it. I guess I don't have any excuses. That I just, I only <laughs> thought of, I thought of the one, and I just like threw the question out there for y'all to think. Uh, Kevin El Perro Hartman. I don't know how much. God, <laughs> that was the worst one out of all. Of them. That was improv. Give me, a, yeah. give me a break. I was on the spot. 
let's think. Let's think. All right, we need one more. One more. Uh, rough. I'm trying to think of something with a rough. Stupid. <laughs> El perro Ziegler. Perro Ziegler. <laughs> That's that's all I've got today, guys. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Tip your waitress. You know, I'll see you at the door if you guys. I'm selling t-shirts. Yeah, Joe's got merch. Uh, if you want to, do, he's doing a meet and greet after the show. You can take a picture. Tip your waitresses. Uh, on that note, I guess we can wrap up. Uh, yeah. You know, I was I was thinking we didn't have much to talk about, but I always underestimate my ability to just bullshit about anything. It's a gift, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a uh, it's a gift and a curse. Um, so, you know, uh, last week we sent you out with a message of, uh, don't be a dick. Uh, it's easier to not be a piece of shit than it is to be a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, that message doesn't quite work this episode. I guess it's a good message for just life in general, but it doesn't relate to what we were talking about as much. Um, FC Dallas back at it tomorrow night against Colorado, or I guess probably tonight when you're listening to this. Uh, I'm optimistic, hoping for a win, and uh, we're gonna get out of here to go. Hopefully, watch the Mavs win. Um, you motherfuckers kept up so much of my time that I'm missing DC and Revolution, and I'm missing Montreal and I think Vancouver. So you jokes on you. DC's in a lightning delay. Boom! <laughs> saw that shit. Man. <laughs> Before we start recording, Walter goes, all right, let's, before you got on, Joe goes, all right, let's hurry this up. I'm missing, I, I gotta watch DC versus New England. <laughs> I was saying that, of course, facetiously, but. That's the real El Clasico is DC versus New England. <laughs> the classical of all classicals, yes. Ben Olsen, the American Guardiola. All right. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming on, Walter. Always a pleasure. Thanks for Thanks for hopping on as always, Joe, and uh, we'll see you guys. Peace. Peace.